Voice of St. Louis original podcast. We're getting you ready for the holiday with everything you need to know from across the region from KMOX in the St. Louis All Local. Today is Wednesday, November 22nd. I'm Michael Calhoun, our top local story. A KMOX follow-up. An early morning accident left one person dead in Ferguson after a brief pursuit with police. The suspect failed to yield to officers and crashed into the deceased's vehicle. Ferguson Police Chief Troy Doyle says failing to stop is becoming a dangerous trend. We're starting to see too many of these in our region, and they're all putting not only the officers at risk, but putting innocent uh, uh, community folks at risk. And uh, this has to stop in our community. So far through 2023, incidents of failure to yield are up 280% in St. Louis County. First responders will trade blows at Enterprise Center tonight for the 36th annual Guns and Hoses fundraiser. The event has been able to raise a million dollars each of the past two years to benefit backstoppers. Maryland Heights Fire Chief Steve Olschwanger. It's important for the families of the fallen firefighters, police officers, paramedics, and uh, it, it's just a way to give back to them. And every year it gets bigger and bigger. Like Greg said, we're raising more and more money. Money raised by Backstoppers goes to help support the families of fallen first responders. Lambert Airport Director Ronda Hamidbrigi says the number of travelers passing through the airport this year for the Thanksgiving rush is already exceeding pre-pandemic levels. This weekend is when you'll feel the biggest crush of passengers. Clearly Sunday is the busiest. I mean, on Sunday we are uh, projected at 24,000 and usually we're coming in over the projections. So that's just, again, through the checkpoint. So we, we anticipate about 50,000 people on Sunday. Uh, the second biggest day would be today. She says the airports are busy and travelers should come with patience. How's this for a Thanksgiving meal? 7,000 pounds of turkey, 1,500 pounds of shrimp and prime rib, and 2,000 cakes and pies. That's what they'll be serving tomorrow at Fort Leonard Wood. Fro- food Program Manager Beverly Leggett says most people at the fort are in training. And so if you're training, you're going to be looking to the right and the left, and it's not going to be mom and dad. It's not going to be grandma or auntie and uncles, but we still want you to have that warm feeling of home. This is Stuart McMillan. Long lines inside and out at Kenrick's Meats today with shoppers getting last-second items for their Thanksgiving meal. Manager Steve Weinman says the meal costs more this year over last year. It may cost a little more this year, and I'm probably saying 5 to 10 percent would be a good number to say that it's gone up. And that's just, you know, with the, with the price of not just goods, but transportation and everything that goes around that that brings those goods up. But it's up about probably, I'd say 5 to 10 percent is a good number. Kendricks is borrowing a gimmick from the pandemic for Thanksgiving orders, curbside pickup. Weinman says they filled 500 orders for pickup alone. Fewer than 3% of St. Louis County residents saw their property values go down. County Executive Sam Page was one of them. Dr. Sam Page says he's disappointed to hear his home lost value. Well, I'm disappointed to hear that my um, home value decreased by 1% um, this uh, last assessment season, but... Um, I know the uh, assessor has a process, and I'm sure that he followed it. Dr. Page's house was the only one on his block to go down in value. One maintained its value, while the other three saw theirs go up. Sean Malone, KMOX News. St. Louis County's most common causes of youth deaths are preventable, according to the health director. Dr. Kanika Cunningham says some of the biggest causes of death are related to firearms. Homicides, suicides, um, unintentional injuries, those are all, they happen so quick, they can be accidents. Um, It's devastating, and it's traumatic to the community. So I think although cancer is up there, it's a little bit different. When I say different, not in a negative way, um, just more so what we see is pre- our preventable causes. She suggests not keeping guns in a home and locking guns away if they are kept in a home. 
The Cardinals, should fans be patient after the signings of pitchers Lance Lynn and Kyle Gibson? ESPN's Jesse Rogers thinks so. This is the sign of a team that has so much to do on the mound that they wanted to strike early and get something in their pockets, in their back pockets, right? and then go go after some bigger fish. I don't think there's any doubt about it. In terms of a top-of-the-rotation pitcher, Rogers thinks Dylan Cease is a good fit and likely, while Blake Snell might be a fit, but also might be more likely to go elsewhere. The KMOX business desk, St. Louis and Sam Altman's banishment from OpenAI didn't last very long. Business reporter Jason Brooks has the latest. Sam Altman is back as OpenAI's CEO, less than a week after his shocking firing, which led to an employee revolt at the company that created ChatGPT with reports that hundreds of OpenAI clients were ready to flee to a rival AI startup. The key to Altman's return to OpenAI is a drastically different-looking board of directors, with Altman joined by former Salesforce co-CEO Brett Taylor as chair, with former Treasury Secretary Larry Summers and Cora founder and CEO Adam D'Angelo also on the new initial board. 2,000 nurses for a St. Louis County-based health system plan to walk off the job in a one-day strike on December 6th. The RNs in Texas and Kansas work for Ascension and claim they're dealing with two major problems. First, equipment issues, so lack of functional IV pumps, hospital gowns, blankets, and thermometers, plus phones that don't always work. Staffing issues in Austin and Wichita also cited. Ascension says the one-day strike creates, quote, an unnecessary uncertainty for associates and their families and concern for our patients and their loved ones, close quote. The company says it will focus on upcoming bargaining sessions. Megan Lynch, KMOX News. As we continue on KMOX, when you think of Thanksgiving in the St. Louis area, you can't help but think of the Turkey Day football game between Webster and Kirkwood. Tonight, you can reunite with old friends at the Turkey Day Jam, a new element to this tradition. Let's talk with musician Blaine Barkas, who will be performing there with his brother tonight. Thank you for joining us, Blaine. Thanks for having me. We're excited about it. Yeah, so first of all, you know, describe for us the the magic, the feeling that uh, comes with this tradition, this longstanding tradition, the Turkey Day game. Yeah, it is. It's uh, it basically, it's essentially a, a homecoming for uh, Webster and Kirkwood students that went to those high schools. Uh, it's the oldest football rivalry west of the Mississippi. I don't even know the exact year it started, but it's over 100 years. I know that. And uh, they've been playing you know, against each other in football every day uh, on, on Thanksgiving Day at noon. Uh, they alternate years on you know the site of the game, but uh, it's a big deal. The alumni uh, on both for both schools really love it and get excited about it, and uh, people genuinely do come home uh, just to kind of celebrate and be together. And so, typically the night before uh, at Kirkwood, there's a big bonfire and the band is there, and there's a chili cook-off at the school, and alums are there, and obviously students are there. And uh, we actually started this. We did this the first time back in 2021. Because a lot of times later that night, the alumni kind of go out to various uh, bars and restaurants in Kirkwood and just kind of see each other and have a drink and just uh, enjoy being together. And so we started, uh, we just decided, hey, let's play some music and have some fun. My brother and I both uh, played in bands, you know, in, in high school when we were at Kirkwood. And so we still have a lot of friends that are in the area. And it was just, it was a great time. So we didn't do it last year, but we're doing it again uh, this year. So we're looking forward to it. So you come from the Kirkwood side of the rivalry. Kind of uh, describe, it is a, it's a huge rivalry. Would you describe it as bitter, though? Is it a friendly rivalry? How would you describe what's going on? Yeah, I think it depends on who you ask. In fact, even my brother and sister and I have a little difference of opinion about it. I would say, uh, I would say my, uh, my bitterness has uh, softened a little bit over the years. My sister, though, who still lives in Kirkwood, she seems to be the most passionate about the, uh, the, the bitterness a little bit. But uh, 
man, to me, it's just all in good fun, and it's, it's a great tradition, and and uh, both communities are awesome. And uh, but uh, yeah, it, it depends on who you ask. <laughs> This is a great opportunity. A lot of people find this during the, the holidays, especially Thanksgiving and the days uh, before, uh, that it's a great time to catch up with people who you haven't seen in a long time, even if they might have gone to Webster. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and I'm, and I'm, I'm, a hope, I'm hoping some Webster, I think some Webster friends will be there tomorrow night. It's certainly not, you know, open to only uh, Kirkwood uh, alumni. It's open to Webster and whoever wants to come out. So I, I even have some, uh, some Mizzou friends. I went to Mizzou and I've got Mizzou friends that are going to attend as well that didn't go to either Kirkwood or Webster. So it's really just a good Thanksgiving uh, community event in general. And tell us about you and your brother and uh, what we're going to hear from you at the event. Yeah, we're going to play a bunch of old guy songs. <laughs> no, it'll be, uh, I'd say, hits from the 80s and 90s. You know, stuff we grew up listening to. Stuff that is just, just fun. Just fun music. Anything from, uh, you know, Brian Adams to Simple Minds to uh, what else are we going to play? I don't know. A pretty random assortment of music. In Excess. Um, just uh, some fun stuff. A little bit of John Mayer thrown in there. So just things. Uh, so my, my brother's going to do a lot of the singing. Um, so I just basically tell him, hey, whatever you want to play and sing, bro, I'll just play whatever you want to sing. So he's pretty much put the set list together. And then we've got uh, a couple other local friends that are going to join us on, uh, on keys and bass. They're from the St. Louis area as well. Not Kirkwood or Webster people, but just, uh, just old friends that are going to play with us. So. And then we're going to have guest uh, alumni step in and sing as well. We've probably got six, seven, eight other uh, Kirkwood alums that are going to sing, kind of step in karaoke style and sing a song or two with us as well. So that should be a good time. What do you all do in the music industry in uh, Nashville? Good place for it. <laughs> I've lived there. My brother moved there in uh, 89 to go to college, uh, Belmont University at the time. Um, and then I kind of followed him there uh, a few years later in 1996. So we've both lived there a long, long time. Uh, St. Louis definitely still feels like home, though. It's kind of like we have two homes. Uh, a lot of good memories in St. Louis, but Nashville is a great city, obviously growing like crazy. Uh, traffic's increasing like crazy, too, which is a little nuts at times. But yeah, we've been fortunate to um, to have careers in music for a long time, uh, both as both as musicians and also on the business side. Um, he had a really successful touring career for a bunch of years. Uh, started out in Christian music and then moved on into country and in pop music as well as a guitar player. And um, I did a little bit of touring, not nearly as much as he did, but it's kind of been on the uh, more on the record label side for now for quite a few years. So it's been uh, it's been awesome. It's been a huge blessing. That's Blaine Barkus. You'll hear Blaine and Brent Barkus at the Turkey Day Jam, 8 p.m. Kirkwood Performing Arts Center on East Monroe. Thank you so much for uh, calling in and uh, can't wait to hear you. Yeah, Michael. Hope to see you there. I'm Michael Calhoun. Thank you for subscribing. And if you don't, just search for St. Louis All Local on your favorite podcast app.